G.I. Joe Sigma-6, code name for a highly trained special mission force. Its objective, stop Cobra, stop Cobra. Sigma-6, be a hero. G.I. Joe will turn the tide. Be a hero. Sigma-6 is on your side. Be a hero. Be the best of the best. Whenever there's a mission, G.I. Joe is there. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show, we are getting to the end of season one of Sigma Six. That's too many numbers in one sentence for me to follow, but that's okay. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast, and I am Race Decanus. Wasn't it two numbers? It was just two numbers. Two numbers. That's too many. All right. Oh, no, that's too many. That's three that, numbers now. That tracks. That's three many? That's three. Four. Oh, God. This, I mean, could be anything at this point. Well, Ippolito. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Robert Clark Chan. And you already said Gene Ippolito. We're talking I about did. part one of we two-parter. We went you know, our, the, we the real ballers end on a... Numbers don't count. The real ballers end on two-parters. And we are here. Zeus part one is Sigma 6 episode 12. Get excited, everybody. Uh, another episode of Sigma Six. Everything that we feel about Sigma Six continued for this episode. I think nothing changed. All the things that we love and hate about Sigma Six were all present in this episode. Oh, with the exception of that bad. Now that I think about it, that badass uh, form the team with the computer se- se- sequence that wasn't in here. Oh, so you mean all the nothing burger stuff that we're met about? Uh, was actively mad about too yeah i mean yeah i was i yeah it it does have uh it has um uh that fuckwad that we all hate it did have uh uh, so many fuckwads in the (laughs) it did have snails pacing and uh basically no plot so yeah this was pretty on brand did cobra commander flat out wreck tunnel rat I was like, I, I legitimately went, when we get there, I actually post post like wrote, Oh, please kill him. Because yeah. like, there's a part where like, they act like it's like really serious. Like they're like, no. Although I think that's maybe when he's like going after spirit or something like that. He instead hits, of- we'll, we'll get there. But like, look, I, I saw that a lot like a professional wrestling match. And if you've been to a wrestling match, especially with performers that you care about, there's like a moment where one of them hits the hits the one that you hate so incredibly hard with a move that you jump out of your seat and start cheering. That was me when Cobra Commander wrecks Tunnel Rat. Um, so you have that to look forward to in this episode. And you're like, oh, please, I know it's fake, but give him some spinal damage. Oh, yeah. No, I wanted like, I know it's a cartoon, but I, I'm hoping he's dead for real. Is that too um, real for you, Chan? I mean, uh, just uh, just last night I was watching an episode where uh, uh, one of the top guys uh, got a serious concussion and another guy uh, uh, fucked up his ankle, possibly, you know, was out for who knows how long. Man, so, I can't believe you watch those violent sports where people keep getting injured so they can't perform next week. Hey, did I mention football's back in season again? Are you ready for some injuries? Yeah, I man. I only you're, watch things that have sex predators in them so i'm superior to both of you um 
If, if you like sex uh, predators, I got news yeah. for you about both the NFL and professional wrestling. I mean, there because I was like, oh, she doesn't know. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> I tell her. Ooh, <laughs> does she already know? <laughs> um, and and Chen, uh, officially, your Seahawks wrecked us in overtime and put like ten people on the injured list. So great job, a hole. I, uh, I, I, you, you. I was at your house. Yes, you were here. We were watching the game. I don't know why I keep having you over. You guys uh, do that. Seahawks That's such a boy games. thing. Good for you. The the Seahawks won, and um, I I understand. I've I've been around you long enough. I understand that you take this seriously, and I do not. <laughs> That's so, what makes it I, even more frustrating, though, because mm-hmm. why should you get the joy that you don't even care about? Why should yeah. I get the pain that actually affects me? It, mm-hmm. it feels cosmically off with the universe. That uh, was Chan said that in a tone of, I understand you're a little slow. <laughs> uh, I, I, the, the amount of crowing that I did was about 10% of what I wanted to do. Um, this is I outrageous. Getting, if you don't care, why would you be crowing at all? <laughs> I felt you getting quiet enough that I was like, you know what? I might actually ruin this social function <laughs> if I go any harder. I'm going to dial it back. You know, so Wow. Way, I, I would have thought you would have gone harder. I would have thought you would have said, worth it. Oh. I like to ruin things. <laughs> Look, 20 years ago, Chan would take it as hard as he possibly could. Let's keep it real. One hundred percent. Yeah, uh, uh, and here's the deal: I have gotten better. I stopped yelling in, at people and throwing things at them, and I just I go into a dark place, and that's okay. So Chan, you're both you the worst. I'll just sorry now, Chan. You're both the worst, is what you're saying, Chan. You could have gone harder, and it would have not ruined anything. In fact, I would have been the one blamed for ruining it. Oh yeah, I know. And I've done it before. Like I've ruined many a holiday gathering because the Lions lost. That's just. Uh, I don't want to make things difficult for your wife. I mean, that's um, true. Also, my kid was inevitably going to uh, throw a fit when we had to leave, so I didn't want to. Um, I didn't want to give you an in there. Oh, I would have taken it too. I would have been a real piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Instead, I just enjoyed my dark place for a while, and then you know, enjoyed the rest of my day. Look, I've uh, I have a calculus. I have a social calculus. I now know how far I can take things before it becomes uh, detrimental to my life. I will, I will say <laughs> I there was there was a point when you were gloating, mm-hmm. uh, and it was overtime, so it's not like this was like some sort of ass kicking or anything. Right. Um, but it was overtime. The Seahawks win, and our normal fans are bored to tears right now. But that's okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm bored to tears right now. Oh. Chan was out there crowing. He was dancing. He was having a good old time. And there was a part of me that wanted to lash out at him and i literally had a voice a little angel that popped onto my shoulder and goes you know he doesn't actually care (laughs) you know that this is performative at best he's not actually he doesn't care he doesn't even care about giving it to you in this moment he's just enjoying a a a moment let him have it and 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 i decided to let you have it (laughs) so i'm growing i'm growing as a person is what i'm trying to say I was put on this earth to help you grow <laughs> as a human being. Got it. Uh, and as most people who were put on earth to help me grow, uh, mm-hmm. you resent it uh, very much, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not a... It's, 
They never, it never ends well. Let me put it that way. <laughs> anyway, enough of that. We're talking about G.I. Joe Zeus part one. Uh, Zeus is a giant fighting robot. So get ready. We're going Gundam. This is the anime themed G.I. Joe. We're going Gundam in this episode. And it's not, you know, not the worst one they've done. I mean, here's the thing. Like the thing uh, that I enjoy most about this entire series this uh sigma six is when they get uh real robot-y mm-hmm. and this one yeah like we've got a giant ass robot that's going to destroy an entire goddamn city i am on board for that yes uh, all, everything else is kind of terrible but i'm like yeah let's let's see some people get smushed yeah but again i feel like i feel like for this series there's stuff that it's like if you boil it down to this if i'm in the room and someone pitches me gi joe builds a big mecha suit to take down downtown detroit i don't remember where we were it's a like Megalo City or something. Megalo weird City, and it's Megalo- not it's Cobra <laughs> that built it. For the record, Cobra built it. Well, they Wait. built the city. Well, we built this city <laughs> on rock and roll. Wait, what do you rock mean Cobra built the city? Cobra built the robot to destroy Megalo City, the yeah. place yeah, where GI Joe Cobra is stationed. built the robot. Yeah, but you said GI Joe built the robot a moment ago. Oh well, like I yeah, said, my brain is fried, but. Okay. If you're pitching something in the room and you're like, okay, Cobra's going to build a big mecha suit to take out a city. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Just like in other episodes, the one sentence is cool. The execution is a nothing burger. It's like it's if someone says, hey, I'm going to make lasagna. And I'm like, oh, hot damn, lasagna. And then they use like the worst jarred ragu sauce and then they overcook the noodles and it's like technically lasagna but it has no flavor at least it's not when they say they're gonna cook lasagna but what they meant is balls on you i do hate that that's not good is what i'm saying like is that we didn't get there right thing hey you like lasagna how about some balls on you this yeah, sound. it's definitely a Detroit thing. I thought that was a New Jersey thing. I really did. That's I figured Gina was uh I was speaking the lingo. I mean, people do like if if we've learned anything from the recurring the state uh sketch with Ken Marino, it's the people from New Jersey who are Italian do like dipping their balls in things. That's right. That's Louie, the man who says his catchphrase over and over again. They're doing a live like. (laughs) I know. I tried to buy tickets and I had issues with the app and I'm very upset about it. And so I didn't buy tickets. I love the state. I have the uh, the complete state on DVD here. Same, same. But you know what? Have Have you watched them recently? Because there's a lot missing. I a lot missing you say yeah anything with music is missing or they oh. like they don't have certain sketches they didn't oh. get the rights to music porcupine uh, racetrack it, was in there wasn't it what yeah, was they wrote that porcupine was, racetrack yeah uh, that's an original song I'm saying pants anything with what was pants in there yeah pants is the other one I was thinking of I don't, I don't, it's been, it's been a few years since I watched it, but I remember when I bought it, 
uh, I was like, wait, this isn't, it's missing this and it's missing that. Oh, wow. Okay. And then I looked it up online and it's, and it basically said like, yeah, they couldn't like, there were certain things that they didn't have the rights to, or if there was like a rock music, a rock song playing in the background of a party scene. That's wild. Okay. I didn't know that they, they felt complete on the DVD to me. That's interesting. Yeah. All y'all think you're real comedy nerds, but how many of you have the book they wrote, the travel log? I know the book. State with the state. I know the book. I never bought the book. I own the VHS tape, best of the state, skits and stickers, it's stickers different. not included. Mm-hmm. I do have that. That, that makes me my, sort of old school. That was 90s. That was my introduction to the state. Uh, right? I also have Wait, all of Human here. Giant and all of Mr. Show on DVD. Oh, so. Mr. Show. I have some Mr. Show. Uh, for the people at home, listen, there's going to be people at home. If you do not know what the state is, the uh, state. Let I me stop just... talking to that one coworker of yours. <laughs> First off, that is an insane thing to say at this stage in everything because he was never no, my coworker. It's an ongoing and I'm not bit. even at that job anymore. It's an ongoing bit, and I still hate it. <laughs> young people listen to this show, and they're saying, what's the state? I'm no, going to no tell young them people briefly. listen to this show. That's true. No, young I people. I have sent Channing Sherman out to exterminate anyone under 35. <laughs> listen, really quick. The state aired on MTV, a, a cable channel that used to play music videos, and there was a bunch of young people at the time who all went to, like, NYU and all of them, like almost all of them are famous now, famous actors or writers uh, or directors even. And, um, uh, there and were one thir- of them is an English teacher. That's right. Uh, who do uh, there were 13 members. That is a lot for a sketch show, but there were 13 members of the state. The and, uh, most popular members being Thomas uh, 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 Lennon and Robert Ben Garant, who were at Reno 911 uh, uh, actors on that, as well as writing night at the museum. And you've got Kevin Allison, who's big online. Ken Marino, who does acting everywhere. Carrie Kinney, who just appeared in, uh, uh, in that show Everything. with Keegan, Michael Key, the reboot Everything. show. She was, she's one. Wonderful. Listen, there's there's a, 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 a Michael Ian Black. There are there's so many talented people that are all still famous today. And they did a sketch show when they were all like in their early 20s. That was very nonsensical. It was very high energy. It was them trying really hard with very limited resources. Are you week you're after just week. explaining sketch comedy now? Can no, we get into the Mecca Godzilla? Com- not every sketch comedy show works hard. Look at SNL. Can we get into Mecha Godzilla, please? God damn it. Listen, anyway, the state. Go find it, uh, rent it, find it, go to Blockbuster Video. That's a thing, right? Go to Family Video and rent the DVDs. It's wonderful. Find them online. Find them on YouTube. Watch the state. It's wonderful. Now, this episode us opens. Your favorite state sketch. What Chen, what is or, your favorite state sketch? Blue Sky It. I'm curious, or, what's uh, your favorite one? Chan, tell me. It, uh, I want to keep talking about this. Gina, what's your favorite state sketch? <laughs> uh, I really like. There's one where uh, uh, the two 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 of them are getting it on. It's obviously Carrie mm-hmm. since oh. she was the only girl, but yeah. I can't remember who the guy is. It's Joe Latrulio. Their With hormones spring to life, yep. and then great one. he okay. leaves. And then her hormones start acting up again as she jacks it, which yeah. like yeah. as a 10 year old, I was like, so Oh good. boy. It's uh, so funny. I think tacos is probably my favorite. Tacos is an excellent sketch um, about a mailman who delivers tacos instead of the mail. 
getting confronted. Oh, uh, my yeah. favorite. Wait, I, I wait. I changed mine to the Italian family, and Italian Ken family. Marino is just greased up in the back. Uh, that's very fun, uh, and probably hits pretty close to home. And I think Jolo Trulio is like the grandma or something. Uh, I think so. I think you're right. My favorite is Tenement. Which is the one where they do an early like 1900s uh, musical about I don't remember what it's about. It's just about miserable people, Uh, and they say we have to soften the language for television. So this is a stage play that's very gritty and has a swear word every third word, and it's just them replacing it with replacing the swear words with the funniest stuff that they could come up with. So you know, I I I killed the old fork and spoon raspberry. Uh, it's it's I I still howl when I watch that sketch. It's thanks excellent. for asking, dummy head. Thanks for asking. Aren't you gonna ask me how my day was? How was your day? Poopy. Another oh, poopy day. I also like bologna feet. Oh, bologna sandwiches bologna. as feet. Okay, great. This uh, anyway, the state catch the fever. This episode opens in the Bermuda Triangle, and there's a storm. And a character is taking a jetpack to fly onto a ship. Immediately, I think this is a Metal Gear Solid situation where there's some sort of hijacking mission. No, it's Duke who's flying to the ship where other Joe members are there. And he's just wearing some seriously 90s glasses. Okay, I do like those glasses. I liked them. Blades and they were awful. I loved them. That's that's this is a Ray and Gina versus Chan moment. So I know I'm in the right. Um, uh, this is, and then we get to inside where Tunnel Rat and Spirit are in the inside piloting the ship. This is like a freighter, apparently with nobody on board except for Tunnel Rat and Spirit and Ugh. Duke, and they're running I, this entire ship. I hate this as, as it has been established. I hate in cartoons when people are bad at their jobs. We talked about la- oh, last week about how. Like original G.I. Joe, even though some of them were doofuses, they were never bad at their job. They were doofuses in a specific way. But when it came time to deliver, they delivered. And Tunnerat is the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. And he just starts hitting buttons and he's like, oh, boy. And they're like lighting up red lights. And so he doubles down and hits more buttons. And he's like, oh, my God, why are there so many buttons? Like, this is so hard. Spirit just stares. Clearly, he's dead inside. And I just hate that this dude is on the team. they They do not justify it whatsoever. Like, they're never just like... Hey, he's he's the boss's nephew. We gotta let him on the team. It's nepotism. Yeah. He's it's real just anime there moment. doing it's jobs. Real anime and moment. He fucks up every time. And at no point is he like reprimanded. At, I mean, this dude is one step away from friendly firing on everyone. Wait, I think yes. he probably I think he actually did that in a previous episode. Uh I my note here, tunnel rat, bad at his job, dot 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 again, FFS. That's my notes. I, I hate it. I'm just not make happy him about it. just make him a weirdo. Like make him good at his job, but like eating bugs or whatever. And he's just like, well, I was raised in the tunnels, and like you know, you you eat meat when you see it. Whatever his weird thing is, but yeah. don't make him that and bad at his job. I hate him. I hate him. I hate that they were probably thinking he was hilarious in the room. He's truly the jar jar of this story, and I yeah. hate it. He's the Edward of this show, and it's upsetting. Um, I really uh, hate the fact that not only does he screw up Twilight ev- from Twilight, you uh, talking about Twilight Cowboy Bebop again. Um, oh. 
there's a direct correlation between those two characters, and Chad no, refuses it's to just see it. Ray hating on the nine bon- non-binary <laughs> characters. Such a bad, such yeah. a bad character. And yeah, I hate Edward not because the character holds everyone hostage, serves no value, and uh, is exactly like Tunnel Rat. I only hate Edward for being non-binary, Chan. I'm glad we could get to the bottom of it. Thank you. Chan has it on tape now. <laughs> yeah, we've got finally. Uh, my career is over. Um, I he not only does Tunnel Rat like escalate, puts the ship on like autopilot. He almost activates a self-destruct sequence that isn't even in there. But then he like breaks one of the buttons by pressing it too hard, and I'm like, that's not even how anything works. And then spirit, fair, yeah, that one that one's on high tech because if he's putting buttons on this thing that can be punched through with just a finger, like that's that shot I oh, wait a minute because heavy duty could remove entire panels just by pulling on them. So you know you got limitations. That tunnel rat is as strong as heavy duty. I shouldn't be. You're right. I I would like uh I would like like no spirit they're the only two there i would like spirit to one flew over the cuckoo's nest him in this moment yeah Yeah. i would like him to just take a pillow smother him finish the mission go back and like no one ever speaks of it again because everyone knows it had to be done i'm just interested why you would go with uh one flew over the cuckoo's nest as opposed to of mice and men. On I was going to go of mice and men. Yes. Thank you, Chan. Uh, I wanted to compare a native American cartoon character to a native American actor. You know what? Yeah. Good call. Um, thank you. Normally I jump in like this because Ray has attempted something and failed miserably. <laughs> I was just on autopilot. I was like, well, I'm going to take Gina to task for this, but no, yeah, you, are correct. you should have known flight. something was off when I agreed with you, Chan. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was on me for not uh, having the reflex enough to be like, shit, Ray's on board. Never mind, never mind. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say anything. Bandit ship. Uh, yeah, and Spirit literally fixes it by pressing a total of two buttons. Yep. Which he clearly knew all along and was just letting that buffoon do his thing. And I think he's like taking a deep breath to be like, okay, another day. Oh, another mission with this idiot. It's like yeah. we've all worked with that one person who were just like, just try and tune them out, uh, try and ignore them. Hopefully they get fired. <laughs> how bad, how bad would it have been up to that point? Like, cause you know, tunnel rats just not stopping his deal <laughs> and spirit. I'm sure it was just looking forward and not saying anything. And that spirit was just waiting for it to escalate as far as it possibly could before literally endangering people. And to what Gina said, why is tunnel rat here? Why he is literally endangering lives by, by I think existing. I would like, uh, I just thought of my idea for my GI Joe TV show pitch and it, and, uh, copyright Gina Ibelito. If you steal it, I will sue you slash get my relatives in questionable jobs in New Jersey after you, you know who we're talking about. Uh, I, th- I would like to see a red style GI Joe where it's all the original Joe's, uh, who haven't been active in years and all of like the new ones uh, in my mind, Sigma six, even though they are the same characters, they're, they're not in my mind. Uh, but is it one of those things like James Bond where uh, they take on the name of James Bond? But yeah, actually, like, maybe, but I mean, there, oh. 
Tunnel okay. Rat is new, but who like these new young ones uh, all wish. get killed. Like he was in the he was in the movie. What's that? He was in the movie. Tunnel Rat was. It was and not. He was also a different nationality so like that, that tracks well to me i just keep blocking him out every time he appears but the new ones all you. get killed and the old ones have to put a team together to figure out what happened because they don't trust anyone on the inside there's one person that's still on the inside who doesn't trust anyone but the old guard and so he like walks through the snow to like find, you know, this this hut of a happily married older man and it's snow job. And he's like, I was wondering when you were going to get here. And then he like goes to a bar and there's an old looking alcoholic at the end. And it turns out that that's shipwreck, but he's still in great shape. Uh, so basically you want. What's Isn't that? the movie read all old spies? Yeah, I, I was thinking you want G.I. Joe Kingdom come. That's what it sounds like. No, I, like red is like all the like old sexy people like Morgan Freeman and uh, uh, Helen, uh, Helen Mirren, like used to be spies and they're like dragged out of retirement and it's just 80 year olds kicking ass. Aren't you talking about the Expendables? No, the Expendables is like 80s action movie heroes that come out of retirement, like the muscly ones. But Red is like the more, you know, the people with some mystique. It's like it's like they go and get Helen Mirren and she's like, all right. And then she like takes out a huge gun and she's like, let's do this. That movie's kind of fun. Like Excalibur. It's yeah, it's classy. It's it's the classy version of the Expendables. The Expendables is like, remember 80s action movies? And like Red is like, hey, uh, what if Dick Van Dyke slid a man's throat? Is Dick Van Dyke in that movie? No, I was just trying to think of like a classy older actor. Holy shit. Annie Griffith. That's fucking nuts. (laughs) No, but I do know that Alan Mirren is like a badass in it. Uh, it's Morgan Freeman, Helen Mirren, Brian Cox is in it, Anthony Bruce Hopkins. Is in it. Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis is yeah, it's all yeah. it's all like old. It's like it's it's. Uh, oh, I guess it, oh, it's based off of a comic book by Warren Ellis. It is based Ellis. on a comic book. Yeah. Wow. Maybe everything that's what, is I guess based that's, on a comic book these days. Like, everything. well, that's why it's cool. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, I liked it. I saw it in theaters. Yeah, Hipster. it's it's good. It's good. Former CIA black ops agent Bruce Willis lives a quiet life in the suburbs. So yeah, I guess I am pitching Red, but with GI Joe. Uh, you're also halfway pitching GI Joe Resolute, which will come in about three seasons of this show. Uh, well, it better be good if it's if they stole my idea. Uh, it was written. Was that not also written by Warren Ellis? Am I crazy? Uh, I think you might be right. I think it was also written by Warren Ellis. Um, uh, it gets around. Wait, he's been stealing Gina's ideas. It is ideas. written by Warren Ellis. Yeah, 100%. Is, wait, so it's like it's based on. Oh, oh, you're talking about it's. So it's not a series. It's a. It was a series on Cartoon Network. It was a re- a gritty reboot of GI Joe written by Warren Ellis. That's about an hour fifteen long. That was broken up into a bunch of like seven minute vignettes that aired throughout as a Cartoon Network show. 
Oh, okay. Well, they stole my idea. Fuck you, Warren Ellis. Yeah, Warren Ellis and Gina Ippolito, basically the same person. That's what I'm getting at. I've been writing a Gen V primer all day, which is a spinoff of The Boys, which is a comic by Garth Ennis, not to be confused by Warren with Warren Ellis. I'm a big fan of Garth Ennis. Um, you know, when he gets it right, he gets it really right. And when he gets it wrong, it is uncomfortable. Yeah, the comic for The Boys is... It's stinky. Very sexist. <laughs> it's very upsetting. It is. Listen, I'll say right now, I was worried when they did that as a, as a, t- when I heard that was going to be a TV show, I'm like, I've read it. I've read that before. I'm like, how, how would, how do you do that? And, and it turned out they found the, the, they put the right people in charge and they did it correctly. And it's better than the comics ever could dream of being because they, yeah. they, they had, they had a good soul around it where the original, I love me some Garth Ennis writing. That man is a broken soul who thinks a lot of very bad things about certain groups and all of it comes out in his writing. And if you just minimize that and focus on what works, you get the boys TV show, which is excellent. Yeah, the boys is great. I've watched the first four episodes of Gen B, not out yet. Yeah, brag much? Jeez. Yeah, I'm a VIP. Uh, I'm enjoying it. So Not we're half hour into much. this episode and uh, nearly, and we're in the first scene still. So let's well, push forward a, a little bit. it's a big old fat nothing burger. That's why. Well, here's the deal. Juicy, medium rare nothing burger. Duke shows hey, back up. Thing or a bad thing. Yeah, thank you. Duke show. I want to get to the robot. Uh, Duke uh, shows up. Juicy burger. <laughs> I had a juicy burger for uh, dinner today, but then I undercooked it. Then it was very juicy. It was very yeah. juicy and very and pink in the middle and squishy. Healthy. Pink not, in the middle. Uh, not an ideal circumstance, let me tell you. Anyway, Duke shows up and it turns out they're looking for a monster in the Bermuda Triangle who has been crashing ships. And they say, well, I guess we didn't find it. But then they found it and it crashes their ship. And it's got two big red glowing eyes and it stares right at them on the bridge and it crashes their ship and sinks it. Cut to the intro. Be a hero. Ooh, I'm mad to do the thing. Tunnel rat ignite. Okay, there's our intro. Um, cut back now to Scott and Dog. They're back. We've reintroduced them, and we are riding them to the end of this season. Did you say Scott and Dog? Scott and Dog. I Why? honestly remember the dog's name more clearly than I do the human being. Yeah, oh, I didn't know it was Scott. Scott. Did you know that Spud had two D's before this episode? Is in the closed captioning? No. No, it was written on it was written on a thing when G.I. Joe scans the robot later. Hmm. S-P-U-D-D. Unnecessary. Absolutely uh, unnecessary. That is probably an acronym for something terrible. I know, and I do not want to know what it is. Ugh, gross. Anyway, they're going to bed, and it turns out they're being stalked by Jinx and Kamakura, who are doing a stakeout, looking at him through binoculars through his window. I'm glad he's not getting, like, action or something. I mean, not that he would, but I mean, I'm glad is, he isn't. Uh, like, I don't, is he in, hi- is he in high school? Because it looks like he's, like, at a boarding school during this part. It's confusing. Yeah. He's at that, uh, it, it is essentially, like, a. a oh, uh, that gifted school or whatever from yeah, that other board, episode. Uh, Professor X's uh, school for gifted dorks. Gifted kids who can yeah, create robots. Yeah, funny dogs. that you should mention that. That's the plot of Gen V. Oh my! Uh, oh, they're using that. They're using that plot line. 
Yeah, it's a spinoff of The Boys set at a university that's a direct pipeline to Vought. So they train they train them to be like, they're like superheroes in training, basically. Well, because of Garth Ennis, they did an X-Men uh, storyline similar to that in The Boys comic. And of course, because it's Garth Ennis, you can guess where I'm going to go with this. The Professor X character was diddling the kids. Yes, that yeah, is that, no, that, that I didn't need to say it, but that is what, yes, of course, nope. that's where he went with it. Garth Ennis sort of has one speed, <laughs> uh, especially when he gets kind of lazy. Uh, I'll just say it out loud. His Punisher Max run is excellent, though, just for the record. I think that character is played by Clancy Brown in the TV show, who I love. I love you Clancy know, Brown. You can't go wrong with Clancy oh, really Brown. Watch- I would watch Clancy Brown uh, do that. No, I can't I mean, say that out loud. In... I'm not allowed to say that out loud. I wow. Think... Right. Wow. That's not right. Not right. <laughs> I'll is... just say, I would watch Clancy Brown in any role. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was going to come out wrong yeah. as the words were coming out. I would just, yeah. even mm-hmm. if he's being uh, uncomfortable, I would mm-hmm. still love me some Clancy Brown. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to say. Uh-huh. Is that better? I don't think that's, that's better. That's not what the FBI heard, though. That's <laughs> the problem. Yeah. Well, guys, I oh, just got the, canceled. The FBI Sorry, is everybody. monitoring podcasts now. That's that's clever. Actually, that is clever. Now? What do you mean now? They've been monitoring podcasts for 15 years. I mean, if they were, they could probably stop all of the white mass shooters because you know all those fuckers have a podcast. Well, here's the problem. Uh, they're Seriously. not listening to it uh, um, to track them. They're listening to those <laughs> podcasts for fun. For entertainment purposes only. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, that ruined my day. Anyway, um, I love Clancy Brown. I'll just say it out loud. If you haven't played Detroit Become Human with Clancy Brown as your sidekick uh, hard-boiled detective, I don't know what to tell you. It's a wonderful game. Go play it. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. You're looking at an incredible new plane, the G.I. Joe Conquest X-30. The G.I. Joe Conquest X-30. Imagine being aboard it as it takes flight. The G.I. Joe Conquest X-30 is gonna meet Cobra in a big dog fight. And Cobra's gonna know you can't beat G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Live the adventure of G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe Conquest X-30 comes with pilot. Now back to G.I. Joe. Okay. Now. Scott and the dog, Jinx and Kabakura are staking them out. Wonderful. Let's move on. Uh, we go to an underwater base, which did you not just assume that was the Cobra base, right? Like that's uh, pretty much if you see an underwater base, that's Cobra right away. Yeah. Turns out they're sinking the ships in the Bermuda Triangle so they can strip them for parts to that turn is, them into robots and stuff. It's sort of that weird. is the worst. They yeah. they have an underwater chop shop. that is the like they have been some stupid cobra ideas like uh, some hugely resource intensive for like very little return type ideas but freaking building just sinking ships so you could cut them apart for for scrap metal is yeah that's the plan it's the lowest they have not come lower it's not good uh, pretty weak, but here we are. And they immediately, uh, cut to overkill who I assumed was in that base. Did we not assume that? Because he's not, I don't wait. I, I don't remember. Overkill I honestly... is the robot character 
who hates yep. humanity and wants to overtake Cobra, but is stuck in a in a. In oh a yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I know who that is. Oh, you're saying why is he at a different location? Well, it's weird because they essentially like you 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 show the outside of a location, you show that that's where we are, you cut to a character who then communicates with Cobra Commander who's in another location. And then it turns out Cobra Commander is in the location that we established in the first two shots. And that was very confusing to me, unless they're all in the same place. But if they're all in the same place, why are they communicating that way? It was very weird to me. Um, yeah. You want to no, get mad at me, but it uh, makes uh, sense, right? Uh, I mean, it doesn't make sense. Well, no, it uh, and what you've called out is the thing that is causing it. Yeah. Um, Overkill was very mad at Scott because Scott, despite the fact he's a teenager, has create has perfected AI, perfected self. He's been mad about AI. this for a while, right? He, like he, he is. He's extra mad about it now because apparently Scott's taken the robot dog Spud to another level that he himself cannot dream of, which is wild to me. But that's the story. Scott is that good at um, computer technology that an actual functional genius IQ AI cannot get to his level. Well, that is the plot of every uh, uh, white, straight, straight white dude in every uh, sci-fi uh, property, every action look, film. Look, Chan, I'm just saying eventually Deep Blue beat Kasparov. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, I do know what you're saying, and that is not the way it is here in G.I. Joe. It is not. It is not. Pour this one out is, for my homies. This is like when the white guy shows up and is better at martial arts than these <laughs> Asians who have been doing it for hundreds of years. Um, wow, I'm a, I'm I didn't a little mean myth. to bring race into it, Chan. Here's the thing. I woke of you. I'm on the podcast, and so race will always be brought into it. And I consider uh, these uh, robots to be a race, and, okay. and um, you know what? Okay, an underrepresented one at that. I, I mean, look, I'm just the white guy on a podcast saying, "Why you got to bring race into it?" Mm -hmm. uh -oh, the FBI will be at your door. Soon. I'm getting canceled ten yeah, ways to I Sunday. Am. It's really all that's <laughs> happening on this episode. Uh, thankfully, I mean it all very uh, in my heart. So. Moving you, forward, you're saying that like it's a joke, and we're all like, mm -hmm. "No, we agree with you, Ray." Mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God dang it! Uh, Cobra Commander is here, and we have not gotten a lot of extended Cobra Commander outside of the initial episode. So I'm very happy to see Cobra Commander taking a, a, an interest in this moment, right? And so Cobra Commander shows himself to be incredible. Uh, I, Cobra Commander in the original OG Sunbow was a bit of a buffoon. He had a good idea, but didn't know how to exactly get it over the hump, if you will, and would retreat the second something started going wrong. That's the one we love. This Cobra Commander comes prepared and 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 ready to crush people because Cobra Commander, uh, uh, well, first off, he gets mad at Overkill because Overkill was supposed to deliver him an AI for his giant robot a month ago, and uh, Overkill has failed. So Cobra Commander has said, I'm going to steal that robot dog and do it myself. Bleep you, overkill. Awesome. Destro's now here with his new Doomsday device, which is the Zeus giant fighting robot. 
Uh, fantastic. It needs a brain. That's where the dog is going to come in. We set all that up here. Cobra Commander then turns and he's like, hold on a sec, everybody. Hey, Duke. I know you're hey, here. Hey, Duke. Don't make it bad. <laughs> Take um, a bad dog and make a brain out of it. <laughs> no, yeah, please. Um, I love the, I love it when a bad guy does that. When we think the good guys are hidden properly, and the bad guy says, "There's an intruder here. We shouldn't talk any further about our plans with intruders on our ship in our base." And then he turns and says, "Duke, I know you're in this room. You may as well just go ahead and come out." And he does. And I'm like, Cobra Commander is very functional here. He is the Cobra Commander of my dreams, dare I say. This dude kicks ass. Duke, I know you're there. Show yourself. That's a uh, pretty baller. Yeah, how did he know? How did he know? Well, they I have like scans or something, right? I think uh, it was Duke's Duke's cologne. Okay, so, <laughs> okay, fair. Uh, and underling came up and so like sort of whispered something in his ear just oh, before that. Uh-huh. Uh, and you know, like, yeah, uh, this is not this is not his base. I think it's Destro's base. So, uh, fact is, like, he has his shit together more it. so than than uh, Destro. Cobra Commander with his shit together is something to behold, and it's something that really could make this series go. And I am I am here for that. Now, Spirit tries to shoot an arrow at him up on his catwalk, and it just explodes, and they're like, all right, we got him. And then he's just standing there afterwards being like, on the catwalk. I got a force field, mofo. And this is where we get Cobra uh, Commander tells the rest of his crew, no, I'm not letting you do this, Chan. Cobra Commander, he says, I'm going to take care of this by myself. Y'all just hang out. I think that's bad advice, to be fair. But Cobra Commander jumps down comfortably 10 stories how far does he jump down it's a very large distance and he's fine by the way Mm -hmm. Uh, he has force fields and he has a shield and a a sword and he's like taskmaster he has he has taskmaster shit and i love it so basically of course you mean the british uh game show i do not how dare you you really should though that's such a great show (sighs) i you keep saying and someday Someday I will tell you no uh, with meaning. Um, Listen, Cobra Commander versus Duke. It, we're, we're here for it. it. This is the established match. We're going to do it. And this is where I just wrote in my notes, please kill Tunnel Rat first. <laughs> and then they start doing a fight. Cobra Commander can like phase. I don't know what he's doing. Is he just moving really fast? Is he using cloaking technology? I don't know, but essentially he gets, he keeps getting in behind the members of the Joe team, putting his arm around their throats and annihilating them. And he hits tunnel rat real hard. He hits tunnel rat real hard from behind. And in my notes, I just wrote, get him. Uh, Yes. No question. I'll give you a knuckle sandwich and a piece of pound cake for dessert. The, he definitely needs to get his ass beat. That's a guy who needs an ass beat. You sense something's off, don't you? I'm not sure. It feels like there's a strange form of energy around him. I, mm, yeah, he, I don't He's know. right. 
He, he could yeah. feel that. He could feel an energy. I believe Spirit could feel the the vibrations of the universe. And he, he smelled his cologne. Off him. Yeah, I, I feel that. I, I, I like that. It's, uh, yeah, it's, I'm trying to figure it if I, they don't make it clear what the deal is. I want them to say, uh, just drop something in there like, oh, check out my cool armor. I'm so excited that I get to use this or something. Or yeah. uh, I've, um, I'm powering it with the, the stones and it's giving me this new thing. I'm super, you know, tell us uh, because with him saying there's a strange form of energy around him, it doesn't help forward the story anymore. I don't know. It just seems like a, a throwaway line that just, irritated me i was like don't don't even do that in the first place because well you're not going to explain anything it's just be like oh look at the wise indian who knows all you know eh. listen spirit tries his arrows again on cobra commander and he lands direct impact to incapacitate him and nothing he's just gone again and then cobra commander appears behind spirit and he hits spirit so hard I swear I saw his soul leaving his body. I literally wrote here, this man just murdered spirit in front of me. Uh, in my notes, I wrote, is that spit or teeth? Uh, yeah. Because, I, yeah. Yeah. I at some point thought it was teeth and then I thought it was spit. And then I realized it was his soul leaving his body. It's his soul <laughs> leaving his body. I never had a question. Uh, this is a thing that comes up often in professional wrestling. Uh, some people, when they first start watching, they'll be like, why is it like everybody's chewing gum? Uh, and the answer I'm pretty sure is that every once in a while, when someone gets hit extra hard, they'll like, and they'll spit the gum out. Uh, and if you're watching, you'll be like, did that dude just lose a tooth? What the fuck? Uh, I, because I know that because I used to think like, did that guy lose a tooth? Did that guy lose a tooth? That's like 12 people that lost a tooth. Oh, you know what? They were chewing gum. They're no longer chewing gum. Uh, it's a theatrical device. I get it. I like and it. What if I told you you were 50% correct? You know what? I would believe it. <laughs> um, uh, additional to that, because that is accurate. Uh, also, uh, they don't wear mouth guards in professional wrestling because you can't really. And sometimes mm -hmm. you're going to take really hard shots. So biting down on a piece of gum uh, actually protects your teeth. When you're about to get hit in the face by something, it acts sort of as like a, it's not a mouth guard per se, but if you know it's coming, your your instinct is to bite down on the gum and, yeah. it, and it protects you in a way. Interesting. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. That's just, that's just good knowledge. Anyway, I swear to God, Tunnel Rat and Spirit are both dead right now. And I <laughs> wish, and as much as I love Spirit and I do. If Tunnel Rat is dead alongside of him, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. It's worth it. It's worth it. 1v1, also, holy F, is what I wrote right here, because now we have the real Duke versus Cobra Commander, 1v1 uh, of my dreams. We need to uh, uh, make a point when not only is Cobra Commander being a boss, but he boss. also gets in the witty bummo. You'll pay for that! Okay, I'll charge it! Yo! I enjoyed that. Yo, yeah. yeah, yeah, into it. Look, this version of Cobra Commander, can I say it out loud? Might be my favorite. Mm. I like it when Cobra Commander is a what bamf. What are you talking about? 
I, I mean, like look, it when Cobra Commander is highly competent and good at what he does. The he problem was, is he, he only manages it for about four minutes total. You're saying so you like this player. version better than any other version? That's insane. Look, original Sunbow version is the only other version we could compare it to. And Chris Lada is a genius. And character-wise, if we're just talking character, the original Sunbow Chris Lada version is better. If we're talking about dude who make it, it, like professional wrestling thinking and this guy as a as a villain i i like this one better i like it when he's the power behind the throne who then steps in front of the throne and annihilates everybody i i i like this archetype i see where you're coming from yeah um but that, that is not to disparage uh, Sunbow Cobra Commander in any way. Trust me, uh, one of my favorite you. characters of all time. I hate you. <laughs> More than usual? Yes. Oh, man. I can't wow. believe you're saying that Sigma 6. Ugh, it makes the, me feel gross Sigma just six. saying yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It feels That's weird what... to say out loud, but I like this version of Zartan You should better, not have said I it like out loud. I like this version of Cobra Commander better. I'll just put it out there. Wow. Bold statements. You shouldn't yeah. have said this out loud. Oh, of all the things I've said on this episode, that's what I shouldn't have said out loud. Yeah, frankly, yes. Yeah. Uh, for all the horrible things that you've said, uh, for all the times you've wanted to see Clancy Brown doing child <laughs> pornography. Yeah, this is worse. This, this is worse. Yeah, it is yeah. not. That is what that's pretty much what you said. It, if reading. we went to commercial break right here, would everyone forget? Here's hoping. And we're back. Excellent job, everybody. So here's our 1v1 versus Cobra Commander and Duke. And Cobra Commander is too fast. Duke cannot get a hit in, and he gets shocked. He gets uh, electrocuted by a Cobra Commander who wrecks him. He ends up holding, again, like everybody else, holds him as a hostage with his arm around his throat, ready to electrocute him, and he does it. Like a buzzsaw shield. And at that point, I'm like, Oh, 100%. They made a toy of that and told them to find a cool way to uh, uh, cram it into the episode. I feel like I remember that toy, quite honestly. Um, here's the deal. Spirit is told by Duke, run away. Grab- Spirit somehow is the one who gets up first. He's the one he- who I thought took two times the hit. The I'm record. irritated because Duke tells him like 40 times, leave and he's like oh but i don't leave yeah, but yeah fucking go i will hold them off he says i will hold him off he and does. he's still standing there like Bar. he does and worse of all of the above he says take tunnel rat with you and i wrote no 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 don't but he does he throws tunnel rat over his shoulder and escapes while duke takes he takes a severe loss. Now, why Cobra Commander doesn't follow up on any of this does upset me. But but Duke, his vital signs have gone very low. This man needs medical attention. Cobra Commander has left Duke in tatters. I am very irritated by this, too, because uh, uh, they could have written it in such a way like, whoa, the uh, um, there's a... It, a sea quake. Uh, we lost the body. Damn it. I was just about to kill him. Or, uh, oh, the 
the robot is powered up. It's like, ah, I'll come back for you later. I've got to go see this. This is more exciting to me. But there was just nothing other than like, I will murder you. And this is going to be so fun. This is like the high point of my life. Uh, You look mostly knocked out. I guess to throw this away, I'm done. Yeah. Um, And the the fact that Cobra Commander doesn't have any Cobra Troopers like anywhere nearby. So Spirit and Tunnel Rat have the option of escaping is insane to me. Where is any security while any of this is going down? No one on Cobra is doing their job right now, and I'm not happy about it. Yeah, it's just uh, it's it's it it's sloppy, lazy writing. Which sad. Like it when when you see something, and you're like, oh, I I get why they had to do that, or like, oh, you know, this is a children's show, or you know, that kind of thing. You can sort of forgive it. But when it feels like all you had to do to make this a character driven piece is like drop one line in there, you know, and it would have been really cool. Yeah. When they don't do that, you're just like, what? Why are we even here, man? (sighs) Disappointing, but yes. So let's cut to Storm Shadow versus Scott. (laughs) This should be a battle. A bunch of ninja bats show up. Storm Shadow is here to steal Spud, the robot dog. And this is when Snake Eyes finally decides to show up to join Kamakura and Jinx. And uh, he shows up on a motorcycle because he's awesome. And there's a big Uh, standoff. Uh, When I watched that, I was like, this is dumb. Wait, just uh, a quick 12-year-old check. Would 12-year-old me have thought that was the most awesome thing in the world to have a ninja show up on a motorcycle out of fucking nowhere? Yes. Yes, he would have. Yeah. So. And Storm Shadow drops a smoke bomb and is gone with the robot dog. Yep. Allowing a fight Storm between... Shadow. Yeah, is almost always competent, no matter what <laughs> series you put him in. Doesn't matter. There is no incompetent version of Storm Shadow. Even Deke era GI Joe realized Storm Shadow was too competent for Cobra and put him on GI Joe. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Uh, yeah. So we have Ninja Bats versus Who Remains, and who cares, really? Like that's. So let's go back to Spirit and Tunnel Rat trapped in a cargo hold. Uh, Duke is somehow alive and escaped. I don't, again, we've talked about this already. I don't like this at all. Uh, And no vital signs from high tech and the rest of the Joe team. Uh, Hold on a sec. This. Medical attention needed. Vital signs failing. That's the robot in in the G.I. Joe gauntlets, right? And Uh... this, this is the robot in... Uh, Zeus system test AI system online propulsion system at 100%. Okay. I can actually explain that. Oh, Uh, please do. Yeah. Because uh, if you are familiar with computer programming and Mm -hmm. video game programming, Mm -hmm. there's what's called the unity library (laughs) and you buy assets from that library Mm -hmm. that are just available to everyone. Mm -hmm. And if you are a not creative artist, and I say visual artist, I'll say, because you're a creative as an artist, just not visually, you can't create things. You don't have that skill set. You purchase assets from Unity itself to put in your game because you are not 
able, technically speaking, to make it yourself. This is a common practice. This is clearly what happened in both of these examples. They just both bought from the same AI VO library, and it's it's just how things work sometimes. <laughs> they, so you're saying that GI Joe. Yes. The uh, uh, the military organization. Correct. And Cobra, the terrorist organization, um, when they were building their tech, yes. their super high tech, uh, super secret, uh, uh, specialized uh, gadgets. Yep. They went and bought like the $4.99 uh, packet of voices to make their things work. Yeah, it's actually cheaper to hire voice actors. Trust me on this. And they choose not to because they think they can't afford it instead of just finding out what the market will tell them, which is you can hire voice actors very cheaply. Trust me on this. Are you how much how much did you get paid for the last gig you did, Ray? Don't worry about that. I you got paid, though, right, Ray? Don't worry about that. Moving forward. Uh, Operation Glowbrush. You broke Ray's brain for a second. (laughs) I'm just saying, if your concern is that you can't afford VO, trust me, you can. (laughs) That's all I'm trying to say. Check out Reclaim Detroit, a Vampire the Masquerade audio wow, drama just, at VampireDetroit.com. You just stabbed every voice actor that you've worked with in the back. They're all trying to make uh, decent quotes, and you're out here going like, oh, no, they'll work for free, these people. If Ooh, they are just, they're begging for it. You could, you could work them like dogs, and they won't care. I hope none of them are listening to this episode. Um, Listen, Operation Glowbrush. That is a terrible name, right? 100%. It's, Gina, it we def- haven't heard from yeah. you in a while. What's going on? Operation Glowbrush? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like someone is putting a dish brush up someone else's butt. God yeah. damn it. God damn it. <laughs> you knew where I was going with I it. Didn't, somehow I didn't know that was coming, and I'm disappointed. <laughs> and I'm now disappointed in myself. Yeah, I, no, I, I get wrote it. it down as glow brush, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. What the hell? Um, and even thinking of it as globe rush, it still doesn't make still any doesn't make sense, no. sense. I mean, no. I guess like a like a glow brush could be like an amazing race around the globe. It's a glow brush. Is it? Is I it don't know. I think it, just... it, either way, it has something to do with butts. I'm yeah. glad Phil Keoghan oh, yeah. chose The Amazing Race as the name for the show and not Operation Glowbrush, if I'm just yeah. going to go ahead and say it out loud. Yeah, because then you'd be, yeah, you'd be at a rave um, with, uh, yeah, a, a, a bottle brush sticking out of your asshole. Honestly, I not mean, a bad way to live. Yeah, you know. I'm sure there's a lot of people that go to raves that have bottle brushes sticking out their asses. Look, the baby grows up. You need something to do with it. I'm not here to judge. But you kind of are. If you think I'm judging right now, you do not understand me at all. 
So we're talking about Megalo City and Zeus the robot. We're sending the giant robot. And the thing I asked for last week, I wanted to see high tech involved in a mission. And he inserts himself into a mission this week. He says, I want combat. He soon he soon regrets it. Don't get me wrong. He wants combat. And they say, you're doing recon. That's good enough. And he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to fuck something up today. <laughs> no, you're not, dude. No, you're not. And so they, uh, Megalo city is basically New York city. That's where we're at here. And we have to evacuate all of New York city. We have to evacuate all of Megalo city. That is millions of people. We have to get out of town in roughly 30 minutes. You can understand why that would not go well. Very normal, very usual. Yes. So they try shooting the giant robot. Here it comes. He has an ion shield and everything gets blocked. All of their offensive shots get blocked. This is where high tech runs the scan and finds out that spud. The dog is in the head of the robot, providing it with evolving AI. Cause spud is not only an AI, he is an evolving AI, which means that essentially Zeus, the robot is a Borg who can evolve as he is fighting. Wait, Chan is making disgusted noises, but like this was the only part of the episode that I was like, okay, that's kind of cool because now they can't take it out because they'll destroy spuds. I uh, Okay. Uh, a, a lot of things here. The first part is they scan this giant badass looking robot and there's a little diggity dog in the brain, <laughs> which is awful if they scanned it and high tech was like oh i I see some brain waves here what's going on and then they show a picture of the dog (laughs) and then they match up the brain waves like oh my god that's that's actually you know spud in there but they show a little (laughs) schematic of a doggy dog in the brain of this giant <laughs> mecha, and I that's fucking, what it really look like, Jan. I fucking hate it. Second, oh my god, it's a fucking dog. <laughs> it, the animal that you loved more than anything in the world as a child. If you had a hamster, if you had a kitty cat, if you had a, a, a dog named Scraps, and you know you took him everywhere. And he was your best friend, and you'd known him ever since the day you were born. If that animal, that lovely, lovely beast, was put into a giant fucking robot that was going to destroy New York City, would you go? But we can't stop it. Oh, Scraps absolutely! That I would let my cats destroy a city before I harmed them. I absolutely would let every yeah. person in that city die. Yeah, Chen, you, you clearly have not lived with a cat who destroyed all your furniture because that you furniture is okay to go away. No, 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 no. I get it if Scott was like, don't hurt Scraps, he's my best friend. But Scarlet should fucking know better. She's a goddamn okay, G.I. Fair. Joe, part of a secret military organization no, hell-bent I... on saving the world. No. And she's like, you know what? We're going to let tens of thousands possibly hundreds or th- even millions of people die so that this doggy doesn't get hurt yes that is who i want in charge of my military 
Thank you. Yeah, I agree. Gina is 100% correct. How did this become Gina and Ray gang up on because you the one sensible are, person? You are here? a heartless monster with no soul. Clearly. All I hear is that Robert Clark Chan wants to kill your dog. That's yeah, all I hear clearly. right now. Those were teeth that were spit out of my mouth and not my soul. <laughs> no, I don't believe you. I think it was your soul. I will contend that it was just chewing gum, but there is a there is a hole in the center of my chest where um where maybe a soul might 21 grams lighter is what I am right now. The That's robot it. has photon beams. So that movie. Nope, nope, grams. we're moving forward. Yeah, we uh, get it. We just hate you now because you're a dog killer. Yeah, you you murdered our dog, Chan. I have no. I don't even like dogs. Uh, I'm no soul cats. man. Da 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 da. No soul man. Ba 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 ba. The photon beam zaps the Joes. Scarlet is Ray hit first. is trying to ignore you, which is a nice little table. Wild. How the tables have turned. Oh, it's kind of fun. I, I, <laughs> I don't hate this. Look, we all we all play different. We all wear different hats on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Scarlet is the first to get hit, and she is falling out of the sky. She is going down. The rhino, where heavy duty is, and spirit is blasted. They try to get away, like they did from an explosion in a previous episode. But we establish this is harder. Because they fly in the air, they're out of commission. And high tech, the last of the above, the guy who wanted combat, his jet gets hit as well by a photon beam. The people back at base recognize that literally every Joe is currently down. The three are down from the Cobra base. The four are down from fighting the giant robot. Where do we go from here to be continued in part two? Clever. I just want us to go back for a moment. It's a very tiny moment. It is in the heat of battle, so you may have missed it, but I feel like it's important to bring this up. Down the side. See, senor. See, oh no! Senor. I remember. Okay. okay, I'm glad oh. you're bringing this up. <laughs> what the fuck? I remembered what? it. I chose to ignore it. I did too. Uh, as if it was someone telling me that they want to kill my dog. It only uh, makes sense if Tunnel Rat says that line, but Tunnel Rat does not say that line. Apparently, there is either uh, another Hispanic character uh, on GI Joe, which we were not aware of, or somebody was doing a Jose Jimenez. Which is not a great choice, even not in, in that 2006. Moment. Not in that moment. Definitely not. Yeah. Uh, here's the deal. I let it go. I did it not. Was, it was inconsequential and weird. And you're right for bringing it up. But like, how much thought do we need on this? It was a weird choice. I just want you to know I'm watching you. I know. Why do you think I let you in the garage? Have you been living in Ray's garage all this time, Chan? Like a little troll? Can we call it living? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, somehow. And that's our episode, ladies and gentlemen. Zeus part one. 
G.I. Joe Sigma 6, episode 12 of season, what is this, 7 of, uh, 7, yeah, of Knowing is Half the Podcast. We're close to season 8 already. Next year. It'll be next year. Look, this is September and it'll be next year. Don't worry about that. But I've we are almost for season eight. What's that? I've already made merch for season eight. Yeah, because you got logos made that were not as good as the ones that I got made. And so we use mine for seven, but because we're broke, we're using yours for eight. Are we broke? Are we losing listeners because of all your fucking bullshit football top of the podcast talk? <laughs> I think that's gaining us listeners, <laughs> if I can be honest with you. No, we're not gaining. We're not losing listeners. We're doing neither. Sadly, we have the same appropriate number of listeners week by week. <laughs> and I'm happy that I'm honestly shocked, but also happy that they're here. There are there are hundreds of people that are on our wavelength and and I'm just always uh, pleasantly surprised when they keep showing up. Thank you. You're welcome. Then you don't even listen to the show. What are you talking about right now? I've heard s- several moments from the show over its history and i and myself listen to the show on a fairly regular basis you have never once listened to the show it is a perfectly acceptable product to put into your ear holes i would i would never say anything bad about it it is um you know it is adequate it is um right just right down the middle just so middle of the road so mid that you couldn't you couldn't uh you trying to be hip hip with uh gen z lingo here uh who's gen z lingo it's a new artist jan uh she one of those uh trip-hop artists uh mumblecore is that what the kids are listening to these days (laughs) and not 1997 trip-hop I'm sure it's a thing now. Anyway, there are many ways to find us online. Of course, patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. We've been using your suggestions. I hope you've been noticing. If you have holiday suggestions left, please give them to us. Uh, We are filling up the, the calendar is filling up very quickly. It turns out Gina knows a lot of holiday specials. I'm going to go ahead and pull the curtain back for a second. Gina is flooding us with holiday things we need to watch. So if you got a special thing and you want to work it in there, I believe there are some slots still open, but not many. So, uh, Gina, you have been giving us list after list of Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas specials to use on the show. Am I wrong? Did I? I Maybe not recently, I feel like. It's mostly been me, but that's fine. (laughs) He, I think. I think I think Ray has face blindness and name blindness and voice blindness. (laughs) And human blindness. Yeah. Listen, James, I'm tired of what you have to accuse me of. That's the worst one. (laughs) You know what? Um, I hope James is listening to this. I hope he is. Yeah, zero percent chance, sadly. (laughs) Uh, he would never get to this point in an episode. I'm just going to go ahead and lay it out there. My point I'm trying to make is patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast, facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. You can find us on Twitter, 
for the moment. Look, the second they start, he's about to start charging people to use the app, which means the second that happens, we're moving this to threads. You can find me on threads at Almighty Ray 316. I think I'm on threads, but I haven't logged in uh, since I time Chan threads. Uh, It's time. It is. Look, you were correct when you left. I was correct in staying. We will soon be both correct in leaving. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Um, I mean, I, I hear what you're trying to say. I feel like it's not logically possible. Uh, for the two uh, diametrically opposed things to be true at the same time. But, you know. Life is funny. Life is a highway. It was the heat of the moment. If I may quote the great philosopher John Denver, life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle. Gee thing, baby. That is a different quote. And definitely not from John Denver. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that it was, though. You know what? I take it all back. Strikes wherever they attack, GI Joe will fight. There's no turning back. Whenever there's a mission, GI Joe is there. Sigma Six. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy, you got to sink this putt to win. Or, I wouldn't jump up and down until we stabilize the hydraulics. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world, working actors, comedians, writers, stunt people, you get it, and we do it all over breakfast, or should I say, breakfast. Every week is a new episode of Breakfast, and here's what you get. Inside Hollywood info, like, how cool is it to act with Ed O'Neill? Spoiler alert, it's really cool. And what the heck is a gaffer? You get great breakfast wrecks and foodie debates like, when should you go hash browns and when do you go home fries? I know the answer to that. Trust me, my pancake posse, my bacon brigade. Listen up, because breakfast is the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in, it's breakfast time. Breakfast with Brent Pope, available at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Oh, 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 o